Hello, everyone. Welcome to BizBody. I'm your host, Keith Shimon. Brandon took the week off. Today, we share our internship experience from the perspective of our former intern. We are fortunate enough to have Colin Barber on the show today. He is our very first employee, and he's in his first year of the Doctor of Physical Therapy program at Marquette University. Colin goes into detail on how he found us and what we did well as an internship site, and also what we need to work on. He also talks about some of the reasons why he chose to intern with us and why he stayed with us as an employee. This is a humbling interview because I really didn't know what to expect. It completely changed my perspective on how to structure my recruitment, interview process, curriculum, and overall intern experience. But before we get started, make sure you go over to bizbody.net and sign up for the newsletter and go over to iTunes and leave a five-star review with a positive comment. It helps other professionals find the podcast. And I know what you're thinking. How can I support this show? Well, again, thanks for asking. At bizbody.net, there is now a resource section that has links to all the books and tools that we use. These links give us a commission to help us offset the cost of the podcast without costing you anything extra from your Amazon purchase. If you use the link, even if it's not for that particular book or resource, you still support the show and we thank you for that. Lastly, if there is a professional that you would like us to interview or a topic that you would like like us to cover, just send us a personal message on Facebook or subscribe to the newsletter. Now, I will stop talking, and here is the interview with Colin Barber. Yeah, this is what you sound like recorded. Well, kind of recorded. This is this is just what you sound like with headphones and a microphone. Yeah. So without just resonating inside your own skull. <laughs> Not the voice inside my head. No, those those are the ones you try to keep quiet. Yeah. At least, yep. at least away from all of our members. Yep. yep. <laughs> right. A lot of people run internships. Not a lot of people give two craps about what the interns really have to say and, and, and sharing that with others is, is going to be very beneficial. I think, I don't know, maybe it sucks for you. Like maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's not the best. And I'm just like, yay, we're doing a great job. You're like, no, Keith, no, no, it's, no. it's really bad. No. Really, really bad. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm going to leave tomorrow <laughs> and I'm not going to let you even know about it. <laughs> it's all on you. It's all on me. Yeah. It's like, you know, remember the time you were supposed to say hi to me and you didn't? Or the time you forgot to say bye. It <laughs> it's hit, it's it always about saying bye, isn't it? Yeah, it is You know, hard. it's because like most of the time um, I'm so scatterbrained about like as soon as the day is done, I'm just like, okay, well, where do I have to be? Where do I have to go? Do I have to yeah. pick up the kids? Yeah. Do I have to, to pick up something from, from the store so I can make dinner or whatever? I, like you switch gears so many times, just yeah. like you do with school. Yep. You know, and, and um, it only gets worse if you have your own business mm-hmm. because all of a sudden it's like you have two homes. You have like this home yep. and you have like take care of all the, the odds and ends. And you feel like you don't feel like the dad. You feel kind of like sometimes the kid, sometimes the mom, sometimes the dad. And he's like you have all these weird roles. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, my God, did I did I not? 
did I not become human for like a second and just have a conversation because yeah. it does matter to me, mm. you know, like all my, all my relationships are matter, like mm-hmm. matter to me, but sometimes you just, you just don't, yep. you know, everything starts going so fast. Yeah. It's like yesterday I woke up and I thought my exam was that morning, but it was this morning and I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, I'm late. <laughs> and I like started freaking out and I was like, stood still for a second. I was like, wait a minute. What day is it? And I realized it wasn't that day. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. I can relax. <laughs> Get ready normally. It was bad. <laughs> it, it was really, I mean, it's got to be really bad when you wake up and like all you got is your, your skivvies on and you ran outside <laughs> the, the door like, oh my God, it's yep. my test today. Yep. Like, Colin, please, please put on some clothes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> all right. Today we have our first team member and former intern, Colin Barber. He's a part of the Doctor of Physical Therapy program at Marquette University and is currently in his first year. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. First of all, um, share the story about why physical therapy. Like, why did you decide to pick that path over everything else? Yeah, Yeah, sure. Um, So starting, I mean, I was always an athlete growing up. My parents always put me in tons of sports every single season I was in a sport and of course with sports comes injuries so it kind of ended up being the typical story here from people that get into physical therapy I went to outpatient orthopedics um, starting in junior high so seventh eighth grade I started getting some injuries and um, I also exercised a lot um, in my own times that's when I started exercising and I just thought it was really interesting how these therapists were using exercise to help people get better to um, whatever they were doing before, whether it be sports or um, just their normal everyday lives, getting back to work. And I just remember going to the one clinic that was in our town that I always went to. After a while of going there, you get to know the PTs and you get to know some of the regular clients. So it was really an interesting, cool um, community feel that you guys are trying to make. It was cool. Everyone would joke around with each other. You'd have Kids like my age, you'd have high schoolers, you'd have some college kids, you'd have majority were um, like middle-aged people working, um, trying to get back to work. So I just thought it was a really cool experience, and I always wanted to help people. Was it um, primarily therapy, or do they do a lot of like they personal training there too, or what, what do they all have at the shop? So at this clinic, it was always just outpatient orthopedic physical okay, therapy. Okay, that was, that was mm-hmm. it. Okay, yep, so okay, I didn't know. Was, Sometimes it's it's interesting to hear how they're building up around mm-hmm. that whole model of a continuum rather than just like specifying at one aspect of it, you know? Right, right. Cool. Um, so, you know, we have a couple connections with um, University of Marquette. Why did you choose us? Mm-hmm. Yep, so in the junior year of the exercise physiology program, we had an internship opportunity, and we got a whole list of internship locations we could have chosen, um, we could choose from, and one of them was body activation, of course. So I looked at your guys' website and some of your videos you guys had on YouTube and discovered MAT, never heard of it before. Um, So I did a little bit of research on it, and of course, it was very, very basic, um, um, research that I did on it. So initially it sounded like physical therapy kind of in a sense. Um, and it was funny cause I actually put that in the cover letter I sent to you guys yeah, yeah. for the, for the interview. And I remember going to that interview and you guys were just like, Nope, 
this is not physical <laughs> therapy. Not physical therapy. Um, that was like one of the first things you guys pointed out. So that's when I realized I was like, okay. And you know, now that I've been here so long, I understand a little more. Um, but I just thought it was really interesting how you guys were implementing exercise with um, not just trying to get jacked and, you know, trying to be the best um, looking that you could possibly be. It was more about just getting back to your everyday life and trying to figure out how you can um, have a functioning life as long as possible. And I liked your guys' stories where you came from, too. Um, it really puts some uh, like oh, more the, uh, personal touch the, the on the video, the video stories. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, guys cool. like backgrounds. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, what were some of the things as far as your expectations going into the internship that kind of like started out going a certain way? Did it change at all or did it pretty much stay the same the entire way through the internship? So this was my first internship, so I didn't really know what to expect too much. Um, prior to the internship, I was a personal trainer at a different location over the summer. So I had some personal training experience. So I guess when I came here, I kind of expected to maybe be working with clients or helping out with clients, at least not fully taking on clients as an intern. Um, and it ended up being more of like a learning experience, which I ended up being completely fine with. It was, um, like the way you guys set it up, it was like a giant, not a giant, but it was a, it was a binder, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that we went through week to week, each week had a different topic. And I thought it was very interesting because it did touch on topics that we didn't learn in class, um, or that specifically related to MAT. Um, and even though, um, MAT, even though MAT, even though I wasn't specializing in MAT, it was still important. And I think it was good that I learned about it, um, very rudimentally on. Well, do you think uh, that like, it was funny because a lot of people come in and they see that we do muscle activation techniques. They right. do MAT, um, but <clears throat> they don't normally take the internship because of MAT. They they like, oh, I want to learn about it. And all of a sudden they learn more about this exercise type thing in a different light. Um, was, was there a moment where you saw exercise in a different light than you had before? Or was it pretty much like you didn't really have a good context of it? Like, where did you come from from your exercise background? Right. So with the exercise classes I was taking at at, um, Marquette through exercise physiology, um, we had Dr. Simmons is one of our professors, and he does a great job of breaking down exercise. He's great, yeah. Yeah, and how it... um, you know, the stereotypes of it and how, you you know, you have to explore it for what it actually is. And you guys just like took that to a whole nother level. And I didn't really think that was possible. So I remember <laughs> within like the first three weeks here, uh, my mind was just like being blown apart about uh, what I should think of what an exercise is and how I should program for a client. And does it really matter if I'm doing this thing or if I'm doing this thing and why am I doing this thing? Like it was always, why, 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 why are you doing this? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I personally liked that a lot because it put purpose to whatever you were doing instead of just choosing a couple exercises and being like, yeah, these hit most of the muscles in the body. So it looks like that's a good workout. Well, that's the funniest thing is, is like just hearing the tone of your voice. It's, just doing exercise the way that, I mean, I don't want to say that I didn't learn about it in school. And I, I feel like I got a great education at University of La Crosse, Wisconsin La Crosse. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was at the right place personally 
to know what they were trying to say or if they felt the same about how to experiment and create exercise in the image that can be customized to an individual. You know, they, they talked about moment arms versus lever right. arms and right. act like instant centers of rotation and whatnot. But, you know, it, it at the same time, you know, they're still giving you context of exercises, like kind of choreography of exercise. Yeah. And yes. you, you kind of need the choreography in order to, to, to look back on it and see like, okay, now let's, let's pick this apart a little bit and see if it's appropriate, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's really cool because you, you gravitated towards that right away, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you can tell just by how, how you spoke about it, how, how you can take that into any scenario with any type of client, right. you know? And, mm-hmm. um, so with that being said, like, how do you feel that learning more about, the components of exercise in this experience, what do you think you're going to take most into um, a physical therapy career? So like, what do you, like, how do you think all this is going to benefit as a physical therapist eventually? I'd say like the different components that you find crossover, you know? Well, with physical therapy, I mean, if you break it down, it really is just exercise on a whole different level. Um, Yeah. And of course, there's all different kinds of specialty areas in physical therapy. You can be working with people that you're literally just trying to work on getting them to walk 20 feet. And like that's that's the whole plan of care um, to get them home. So I think it's really important to understand exercise very basically. So understanding like the, the basics of like squatting and running and um you know, benching, all these kinds of things. And then, like you said, taking it and breaking it down even further. And I think that's what in some areas physical therapy does. And that's what you need to know as a physical therapist to make sure that whatever you're giving or whatever you're implementing onto your patient is appropriate and will inevitably help them get home or get back to their job or their sport or whatever they're doing. Yeah. You help manage the gym at night. Have you ever thought of customer service before, you know, becoming like the nighttime gym manager? So previously when I was a personal trainer at a different location, um, right after I got my certification, um, initially I was just worried about making sure the client got a good workout because that's what I was certified to do. Um, and of course that was being, as being my first personal training job, I was nervous and like just wanted to focus on like let's make sure they get good workouts, make sure it's appropriate and all that. So, um, some I remember, like looking back at it now, I definitely could have had better better customer service with that. Um, I remember they threw me in situations where I had to speak Spanish with clients that only spoke Spanish, and I'd only taken four years of Spanish in high school, <laughs> so <laughs> it it was kind of a struggle, um, but we made it work. Um, <laughs> But yeah, anyway, so then coming here with um, working with the clients here, I've definitely seen improvements since I first started working with the clients and up until now. Um, the exercise part has become a little bit easier, so it's 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 become easier to like relate to the clients and um, to kind of just like see how they're feeling it, um, make sure they get a better experience with the exercises, um, you know, and just make sure you're communicating with them as a human instead of a trainer yeah. who's telling them to do certain things. That's really cool. Are there any like types of questions you like to ask during the session that that bring out um, better responses that you find like cues and whatnot that help a lot? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes before starting maybe a new exercise, I'll like ask them what they, um, how they would normally do the exercise and like maybe ask them why they would think that. Um, and then eventually I would like add in a couple tips here and there. Um, trying to think what else. Do you, um, when people come in and when they leave, do you have any type of like session ritual that you do at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I typically, you know, just do the, um, I don't know, the, what do you call it, the, the house cleaning stuff. So I like ask them when they're coming in next. Um, I'll ask them how they're feeling, um, if anything's feeling like overly tight or anything like that from the workout. And hopefully they're not just like dead after the workout. <laughs> yeah. And that's what, you know, we <laughs> aspire to do. Um, but, you know, I make I tell them to have, you know, a good weekend or event that we were talking about whatever yeah. they got going yeah. on yeah um just tell them you know thanks for stopping in so getting to know out. them like you yeah. said before yeah. yeah that's really that's really cool that's really cool um now with our experience in in um trying to provide a halfway decent internship and like i said i just had revamped the the internship um when you came aboard what were some of the things that you wish that we got into more of mm-hmm. so there were a couple times that we did, um, you could say mock training sessions where it was maybe like 10, 15 minutes where you had me, um, instruct you guys on a certain machine or whatnot. And I found that really beneficial. Um, first off, just cause it was nerve wracking talking, like instructing Keith and Brandon of body <laughs> activation on, on the machines that they know and love inside and out. Um, so that was intimidating, but I liked, I enjoyed that because it made me become a little bit more comfortable with that whole situation. Um, so, um, and like I said before, there wasn't a lot of interacting with clients, um, which I can understand as like a business owner, you don't want to send well, out we, interns. Plus, we weren't really set up for it at the time. Okay, we didn't, yeah, we yeah. really didn't have the we didn't have the membership that we do now. Mm-hmm. And it honestly, because of um, how it's set up, and also your customer service, it it has grown because of the experience that's been delivered. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's that's a compliment definitely towards towards your growth mm-hmm. and your development. Um, it, it wouldn't have happened without you, you know? Yeah. No, so, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, but, but yeah, I definitely, um, I guess that was one thing I was surprised about with the internship experience was I didn't get like as much hands-on experience with like actual clients. Yeah. Um, but I, I still got tons of hands-on experience with learning the machines, learning skills, um, with how the machines work and how to adjust people on them appropriately. And then, like I said, the mock sessions we had um, were definitely beneficial. Cool. Really cool. Um, Are there anything, actually, let me reword this, Um, vision. Like, where do you see yourself going in the next, say, like two to three years? So two to three years, just graduated. (laughs) Um, Hopefully have a job right out of, right out of graduation. Um, Right now, I'm not specifically sure on exactly which area of PT I want to go in. I have a general idea right now. I know I'll enjoy outpatient orthopedics, um, so that's kind of my backfall right now. Um, And then I want to explore geriatric rehab, so maybe a nursing home, maybe acute, or not acute care, um, maybe like a hospital, skilled nursing facility. Yeah. Um, 
because I, I enjoy that population, especially when I've worked with them as clients. I've always enjoyed that time. Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking towards. Um, not pediatrics. I've observed that. And <laughs> I enjoy kids, but I don't think I can do physical therapy with them. So no, so no kids right off the bat? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, now, you're an avid water skier. Yes. Are you not? I definitely am. So tell me a little bit about that. Um, so basically, I learned when I learned to water ski when I was four. My dad taught me. Um, so he was the big influencer with that in my life. Um, and it was a big family activity. We live on a lake back home. Lived on a lake my whole life. Whole family knows how to ski. Um, and I've just I've skied ever since then. Joined a show ski team in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, the Aquanuts. Um, and I skied with them for 10 years, and last summer was the first summer I had to take off from them, um, which was a little, a little rough at first, but I know eventually I'll get back to it um, after school when I have time. So, uh, yeah. Has, has there been, like, any moments where um, there's been crossover from your ski life in towards becoming, I guess, more resilient towards what you're doing doing now? Because, I mean, in some ski shows, you're not really working by yourself, you know, right. and, and sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. Right. At the same time, it can be very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Um, I mean, most most of my injuries have been from water skiing, um, <laughs> not just from water skiing itself, from trying new things. So for all the listeners out there, water skiing is not dangerous as long as you're not trying stupid stuff <laughs> like anything. Um, what would be an example of some stupid stuff? <laughs> um, you know, just trying new tricks, going off a jump on your bare feet, uh, doing flips, you know, it's just seeing where, where else you can raise the bar to. And, you know, sometimes it works out. Sometimes you raise that bar. Sometimes it breaks and you got to reestablish baseline. So so the, the, the saying sometimes... You eat the bar, and sometimes yeah. the bar eats you. Yeah, definitely. It definitely applies. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to your question, I'm definitely water skiing. It's not. It's a developed sport, but it's not too developed where there's like a lot of coaches or like trainers. I mean, there's not even um, like there's like I said, there's not a lot of trainers. So there was a time in my life where I did have good coaches. And then eventually got away from that. And when you're like practicing at home or whatever, it's just you and whoever's in the boat. So with that, there's a lot of like self-reflection. If you're really trying to learn a skill um, for like a tournament coming up, you really have to do some self-reflection, like videotape what you're doing and realize um, how you can make yourself better. Um, And I definitely think that's applied to schoolwork and going into, you know, exercise physiology here and physical therapy is just you have to, you have to be able to understand things on your own as they're happening um, with clients or whoever. Um, and obviously, you know, you can ask for insight from whoever you're working with. Um, but I think that's really helped with getting personal insight and and reflecting on your own work. Really cool. Really doing. cool. Yeah. Is there been a time where, like, you really struggled in the gym here? Or has there been a time or a moment where you felt um, like that you wish you had more assistance with or has has the experience in the gym been pretty streamlined? 
Um, the experience has been, you know, pretty well. It hasn't been too difficult. Obviously, there's times where it gets busier and where it's um, not as busy. So definitely during the times when it's busier, you know, it's tougher to make sure you're watching everyone. And, you know, a lot of the clients that come in here um, are just starting off with exercise or haven't exercised in a while and they need help with, what does this word mean? Um, <laughs> what, what do these numbers mean? How do I fit this machine? So well, yeah. Most people have never even seen any type of exercise template. Yep. yep. I, I, yeah, exactly. Even, even with people that have exercised a lot, you come in here and there's machines in here that they've never seen before. That's what happened with me. I never seen probably more than half of the machines in here so i had to, you know i had to relearn all that kind of um stuff about exercise so you know it's it's kind of tough in that sense sometimes um but i don't know really it's it's not it's not too bad it's just you know making sure everyone gets their um everyone gets their uh, i don't know it's it's just tough sometimes trying to make sure that everyone gets their needs met making yeah. sure you're not spending all your time with one person that does need more help. Would you say that's like your your like the area that you want to work on the most? Um, yeah, I've been keeping that in mind lately, and I definitely think you know there's some room for improvement there because it is tough if you got a person that definitely needs more help than someone else, but you still got to make sure that other person who knows what they're doing gets at least cueing or tips to make whatever rep they're doing a little bit better, so they're yeah. just not coming in clock. Uh, Punching in, punching out, and then leaving without talking to anyone. Oh, so, completely. Yeah. And I think it's cool, too, because, I mean, in physical therapy world, I mean, when are you going to be able to just work with one person, too? Like, right. most of the time, you're working with multiple people yep. at the same yep. time. Mm -hmm. So and that's 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 a really good lesson. Well, Colin, thank you for joining us today. Um, actually, you know, you are... <laughs> A Marvel superhero yep. buff. Yep. You know, I, I'm a I'm a bit of a of a nerd like that myself. Yep. A little I, bit more of a nerd than I am. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, I you know, I grew up with comic books. So yep. it's my it's my mom's. I'm gonna blame him. No, I can't blame my mom. I can't blame my mom for anything. Right. So, um, who's your favorite? Oh, Captain America. Captain you know America? me. It's Captain America always. <laughs> yep. What, yep. What, what, what's all the gear that you got? Uh, too much, too much gear. My family and uh, girlfriend support it too much, so I got too much <laughs> Captain America stuff. You know, shirts, clothes, uh, water bottle, a shield. Yep, I have the shield. You have the shield. Yep, is it on house. the wall, or do you just actually do you do you like put it on your arm when you get home oh, and yeah. just walk around with the shield? Yep, of course. No, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's in my room against the wall. Yeah, um, but yeah, Captain America is definitely the top one. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today, Colin. And um, thank you for being a part of our team. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's fun.